Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be The Lone Ranger. Original air date is December 2nd, 1946, and the title is The Silver Claw. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A cloud of dust and a hearty high old silver, the Lone Ranger. Bye. 
With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. I'll Silver. For many weeks, work on the railroad had progressed steadily across the Great Plain without interruption to within a mile of the little town of Bentville. Then things began to happen. Get that rail in place, man. We've got to have more ties brought up. Hey, look. Indians, they're going to attack. Hey, Later, at Fort Hill, about 25 miles back along the railroad, the commanding officer, Major Ward, was talking to Captain Shea at headquarters. Captain, the situation's a mighty ticklish one. It's been generally taken for granted that the railroad's trouble with the Indians was over. I know, sir. Supply trains have gone to the end of the line all week with additional construction supplies. Neither the trains nor the supplies have been bothered. But the minute the men start working that last mile into Bentville, the Indians attack. Beg pardon, sir. What is it, Sergeant? Judd Carver, the Indian scouts here, sir. I haven't come right in. Yes, sir. Major, see you, Carver. Howdy, Major Ward. Well, Carver, what do you have to report? Big band of Indians under Chief White Forks have settled in a camp a couple of miles beyond Benville. How many are there? Do you know? Oh, nigh on to a thousand or more braves, I say. Have you any idea why they become hostile after all this time? We were sure the Indians had become reconciled to the railroad. Well, there's no telling what Indians do, Major, or why they do it. Of course, if you have a large enough garrison here at the fort... I've you might had be... orders to avoid open battle with the Indians, Carver. Uh, Furthermore, though I don't want it generally known, I have only a small garrison here. Only 200 men. Only 200, huh? That's right. And I can't get reinforcements for at least a month. If open warfare was started and they learned the situation here at the fort, those Indians could stand a good chance of taking the fort and wiping us out. Mm. Well, looks like that last mile of track into Benville just ain't going to be laid for a long time to come, then. We'll have to fight them eventually, Major, if construction on the railroad is to continue. I hope not. Well, I've sent for the only man I know who might arrange a power with Chief White Fox and who might get the matter settled peaceably. I expect him to arrive here any time now. He sure must be a right smart hombre if he can do that. Who is he, Major? He's uh, known as the Lone Ranger. Say, I've heard of him. I thought perhaps you had. The Indians trust and respect him. I saw him in action once. He rode a magnificent white stallion and wore a black mask. He always travels with an Indian companion. Mm, must be a mighty interesting hombre. I assure you he is. You say you're expecting him today? That's right. Well, I hope he can do what you think he can. I'll ride back over to Benville. I'll keep you posted, Major. Very well, Carver. I'll be back in a few days to make another report. Bye, Major. Goodbye. It was
was later that afternoon when the Lone Ranger arrived at the fort in response to the message he had received from Major Ward. The two men lost no time in discussing the situation. It was good of you to come, sir. I'm counting a great deal on your help. I'll do all I can, Major Ward. I've never seen Chief White Fox, but I know him by reputation. Um, what have you heard about him? Well, he's very wily and alert. Ruthless at times and quick to take advantage of a favorable situation. Uh, I see. And he has great respect for superior forces. So it's best that he doesn't learn of the small garrison you have here at the fort. I agree with you, sir. You know, it's very strange that he should take such a sudden interest in stopping construction on the railroad. Yeah, it strikes me that way, too. But I intend to find out what's behind it. I wish you every success in your negotiations with Chief White Fox, sir. Thank you, Major. If I'm successful in arranging a powwow, I'll let you know at once. We've got to do everything in our power to settle the situation by peaceful means. And I think it can and will be done. Meantime, Judd Carver, the Indian scout, had ridden into Bentville. He entered the cafe and approached a heavy-set man who sat at a table in the corner. Well, Judd, it's about time to get back. Yeah, made the trip as quick as I could, Bill. How'd you make out? Oh, there are plenty at the fort. What are they planning to do? Listen, Bill, Major Ward scared of an open fight. Says he has orders to settle the situation peacefully. <laughs> They won't get anywhere with Chief White Fox as long as I'm paying them off with rivals and liquor. So far, Chief White Fox has played along with us. Sure. As long as we can keep them doing that, I'll be satisfied. Uh, if that railroad's completed as far as Bentville, my wagon freight line won't be worth a nickel. But you can't hold it back for too long, Bill. I know. But if it's held up another month, some companies that have been holding off waiting for the railroad will sign no agreements with me to all this stuff. Uh, Bill, have you ever heard of the Lone Ranger? Sure, why? Well, the Major's having him come out here to try to fix things up with Chief White Fox. Uh, do you think he can do it? Well, that hombre is known to have a way with the Indians, Bill. If we can manage to put him in wrong with White Fox and his band before the Lone Ranger can get to him. Oh, uh, how do you plan on doing that, Jim? With the help of our renegade Indian friend from White Fox's village. Redfeather? Yeah, Redfeather. I'll meet him tonight and get him to lead a small hunting party of two or three Indians from the village. They'll go out into the hills in the morning. Then what? Well, if you want to hear the rest of the plan... Let's go in the back room where we won't be overheard. <laughs> Our plan works out. We won't have to worry about the Lone Ranger. Come on, I'll tell you all about it. After leaving the fort, the Lone Ranger rode to the outskirts of Bentville. There he was met by Tonto and by Dan Reed, young nephew of the Lone Ranger. They rode into the hills beyond town and pitched camp for the night. The following morning, Dan prepared to ride into town for some supplies. Easy, Victor. There. Guess that cinch is tight enough. You sure you bring everything, Dan? Yes, sir. I'll remember everything. Kimosabe. Yes? Uh, you think it's safe for Dan ride trail to town? Oh, yes, Toto. I think you'll be safe enough. So far, White Fox's Indians have confined their activities, preventing further construction of the railroad. Otherwise, they've been quiet enough. Oh, I'm not afraid. Steady, boy. <coughs> I'll keep my eyes open for trouble. 
Don't stay too long, Dan. I won't, sir. Come on, Victor! As Dan followed the trail toward town, he suddenly ran to a halt as he heard distant shooting. Oh, oh, Victor! Oh, boy! Oh, steady! That shooting seemed to come from up ahead. Well, take it easy, Victor, just in case. Come on, boy. Oh, Victor, oh, boys. Boys came from just around the turn ahead. You better go behind that big boulder to the left. Come on, boys. Oh, Victor, oh, boy. Quiet. Go back for Red Feather. He got this from Little Bear. Yeah, looks like an Indian claw made out of silver. Yeah, that's right. Hung on a piece of rawhide. Little Bear wears silver claw round neck. Now me wears silver claw. What good is it? Brave who wears silver claw someday be big chief. That legend of tribe. Hey, if you get caught with that, you'll be in trouble. You better wear it under your tunic where it won't be seen. Uh, we do that. You better send Red Feather back to the village for the news, Judd. Yeah. Now get it right, Red Feather. Tell Chief White Hawks, you and the others were ambushed by a masked man on a big white horse who was with an Indian. The others were shot, but you got away. Huh, me tell them. All right, now get going. Me is in town early this afternoon. I'll tell you something else you can tell the Chief. Yeah. Now Red Feather ride to Indian village. Hola! <laughs> Where the chief white folks is, what happened? The Lone Ranger won't have a chance when he appears at the village. Let's get back to town. They've plotted something against the Lone Ranger in Tano. I'd better ride a little further and find out what they did. Then I'll head for camp. Come on, Victor. <laughs> Two Indians lying alongside the trail. That one I know is dead. I'll look at the other one. He, he seems to be breathing, but he's wounded. You, you get away. Wait. Put down that knife. You, you will not kill little bear. Little bear him, you will knife. Oh, no, you won't. Now, I've got the knife. Uh. It's not good. Little bear, son of great chief White Fox, be killed by boy. Oh, I'm not going to kill you, little bear. Look, I'll throw the knife away. You, you not kill little bear? No, of course not. I'm going to help you. Tell me, did you see the men who did this? Uh, little bear, not see him. Well, never mind then. I'll use my neckerchief to bind your wound, and I'll round up your pony and take you back close to your village. Will you let me help you? Huh? You help little bear not forget. Using his knowledge of first aid, Dan bound little bear's wounds. Then helping him onto his pony, Dan rode with him to the edge of the Indian village, 
Then at breakneck speed, Dan raced back to the Lone Ranger's camp to tell what he had seen and heard. Both Tonto and the Lone Ranger were deeply concerned by the news. So Red Feather went to the village to report to Chief White Fox that Tonto and I are responsible for the ambush. Yes, sir. And the Indian Little Bear that I helped and took back to the edge of the village is White Fox's son. Oh, maybe Little Bear no truth. Then him be able no, to... No, Tonto. I asked him. He didn't see those who shot at them. The chief will believe Red Feather. Yes, I guess he will, Dan. What did the two white men look like? One was dark and heavy set. Oh. The other was dressed like an Indian scout, was older and thin and rangy. I see. I know this is serious. I better ride to the fort and confer with Major Ward, and I'll know. Silver, here's something, maybe. Him go. The Indians have found us. Down, Dan, down! The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. As the horde of yelling savages moved in on all sides, the situation seemed hopeless. Kim Sabi, they're not trying to hit us with bullets. That means they've been told to take us alive. Don't torture us. Don't worry, Dan. I want to see Chief White Fox anyway. Hello. Tell them we give up. We can gain a little time that way. Olave! Olave! Second gun. What will it do to us? Easy, Dan. Easy. Keep your nerve, boy. You keep hunter. Very kill him, Red Feather. Hurt Little Bear pretty bad. Thank you, Mr. Chief White Fox. So that we may tell him that Red Feather speaks with a split tongue. Red Feather, tell him truth. Chief White Fox have revenge. Now we tie him on horses. Take him to Chief White Fox. On the Arriving at the Indian village, the Indians led their three captives into a teepee. Then after they were tied securely, they were left by themselves, except for the stalwart Indian brave who stood guard at the entrance. The Lone Ranger spoke to Dan and Tonto in a low tone. We won't give up hope, Dan. There must be some way to convince Chief White Fox that we didn't ambush that hunting party. I'm sure Little Bear will help us when he knows I'm a prisoner. I, I didn't think of that. Tonto, ask the guard to send a message to Little Bear, will you? Uh-huh. Oma, olete. Tao me lute. Ome, tasu, little bear, le tala. Little bear, me tu pe tu no milu. Yo me telo. What do you say, Tano? Him say, medicine man put little bear in deep sleep. I see. 
Well, the situation is tense, but it's not hopeless yet. What can we do? When we're brought before Chief White Fox, I'll convince him somehow of Red Feather's treachery. Meantime, we'll just wait and hope. It was dusk when the Lone Ranger, Tonto, and Dan were led from the teepee to the center of the village. There they faced a big bonfire whose bright glow cast weird shadows over the painted savage faces around them. Dan shivered inwardly, and beads of perspiration formed on his forehead as he thought of what was to come. And he bravely fought back his fear as he noticed the calm, steady expression on the face of the Lone Ranger. Then Tonto spoke. Here come Chief White Fox, Kimisabi. Perhaps I can make him listen to reason. Chief White Fox, come to look upon faces of those who kill from ambush. The masked one's face shall be uncovered so that women can better enjoy seeing suffering that flames will bring. Wait, oh, great Chief White Fox. Red Feather has spoken with the split tongue of the serpent. It is masked one's word against Red Feathers. Red Feather is of our tribe. Red Feather did not lie. Even now, Little Bear, son of White Fox, comes to gaze upon those who shot him down. They're bringing him to look at us. Now we'll have a chance. Little Bear, come. Oh, Chief, my father. Little Bear, I helped you today, remember? Ah, boy, him friend, Little Bear. Him save him, Little Bear. Him not kill. Oh, my tail off. They're cutting us loose. They're cutting you loose, then. They have to let you go, too. Little Bear, these are my friends. They didn't do it. It was Red Feather and two other men. Little Bear, say him give you your life. You friend the Little Bear. Others must die. No, no! Take it easy, take it easy, Dan. They won't take our word against one of their tribesmen. But I... The Silver Claw. That'll prove it. The Silver Claw? What do you mean, Dan? Wait a minute. Little Bear, what of the Silver Claw? Ah, those who try kill Little Bear take Silver Claw from Nick. It's around the neck of Red Feather. I saw him put it there under his tunic. Perhaps boy now talk with split tongue. No, no, Chief, my father. Boy, friend, Little Bear. Today, boy, not talk Little Bear with split tongue. Bring Red Feather. Red Feather, leave with many braves. Go to fort. Red Feather, save White Chief at fort. Get ready to wage battle on White Fox with many soldiers soon. That's not true. Why are they gone to the fort, Chief White Fox? Red Feather tell Chief only few soldiers at fort. Him go kill soldiers. Take fort now. And take a silver bullet from my belt. Give it to Chief White Fox. Yes, sir. Here it is. Give it to him. Here, Chief White Fox. You give silver bullet? Then you... Masked man of silver bullet. That's right. I was coming to talk peace with you. I was coming from the white chief at the fort. Oh, the table! Uh, He's letting you and Tonto go. Yes, and there's no time to lose. Chief White Fox, you must come to the fort with us. It take long. Red Feather and Braves there soon. If they wipe out the fort, the great white father will send many soldiers. Chief White Fox and all his tribe will suffer. We get there too late, Kimasabi. It long ride and Red Feather have big start. I know, but Chief White Fox, forget our horses. There's a supply train on the tracks one mile out of Bentville. We'll ride the train with our horses and get there almost as soon as Red Feather. Chief White Fox not ride Iron Horse. 
Iron Horse come to destroy all Indians. No, Red Feather has lied well. The Iron Horse will not bother the Indians. Are you afraid? Chief White Fox, bravest of men. I'm going to ride the Iron Horse. I'm not afraid. Will you come? Uh, Chief White Fox do what masked one do. Ole, tomato! Calling for the horses, Dan. We've got to get to the fort and prevent that massacre by Red Feather. And the railroad is our only hope. Accompanied by Chief White Fox and a few braves, the Lone Ranger, Tonto, and Dan rode to the point outside of town where the railroad supply train stood with steam up, ready for its return run for more supplies. Now we'll take some planks and make a runway into that boxcar. Then we'll lead the horses inside. Now let's get busy. Working against time, planks were placed so that the horses could be led into the crude boxcar. Chief White Fox looked on with misgivings. When the time came, he went aboard with the others, and the journey was begun. Meantime, outside the fort, hundreds of stealthy painted figures moved through the surrounding woods as Red Feather, with Judd the Indian scout, prepared their mode of attack. There was a stillness in the air. The calm before the storm as the Indians moving like shadows spread out in a large semicircle. Judd approached Red Feather with last minute instructions. Now, the way to go about it, Red Feather, is to start a howling band towards the front of the fort. That'll take the soldiers inside, away from the side and the back defenses. Uh, then many brave rush in both sides with gun and fire arrow. Ah, uh, that's the idea. You'll be able to take the fort in no time. Better give the signal and start things going. Uh. Red Feather rode his pony to the edge of the woods before the fort. And according to a prearranged signal, he fired two shots. For a moment, there was a continued stillness. Then the air was rent with rifle blasts and the Indian battle cry. After a record run, the train pulled into the little town located a short way from the fort. The horses were hastily unloaded, and soon the party was ready to mount. Now, if we hurry, we may still be in time to be Ah, ah. He is shooting. I don't hear anything. I guess you must be. Yes, I hear it now. They haven't taken the fort yet. Red Feather killed many lies. I want to make sure he didn't get away. Meanwhile, inside the fort. I didn't expect anything like this, Captain can't hold out against so many. I'd like to know how they found out about how few troopers were garrisoned here. You suppose that mass man... Certainly not. Plans must have gone astray, but he can be trusted fully. Well, whatever happens, we'll go down fighting. Looks as though that's what's going to happen. (laughs) 
showing battle? We came to get you, Red Feather. Steady boy. Tame off! Tame off! No, you not hold, Red Feather. Mask man, he one who shoot little bear. I'll open he that tunic of yours and see. There it is. The silver claw. Red Feather has tongue of servants. Red Feather kills his brothers. Him steal silver claw from little bear. Him go back to village to die. Red Feather not go back to die. Oh, you don't. You save Chief White Fox. Red Feather almost hit him with tomahawk. Very silver. Now we'll ride to the fort and take Red Feather with us. You'll tell us who the others are. Come, Chief White Fox. Chief White Fox ready. Come, Silver. Come, Later, outside the Major Ward's office, Chief White Fox, we have smoked the pipe of peace. We have found those who were speaking with split tongues. No more will you attack the railroad. Iron Horse, bring Chief to Fort. Iron Horse, Chief's friend. I don't think you'll have any more trouble, Major. Thanks to you, sir. It was the Silver Claw that really convinced Chief White Fox that we spoke the truth. Chief White Fox, give Silver Claw to boy. I... I appreciate it very much, but it belongs to Little Bear. Little Bear have new charm. New one? Ah. Little Bear takes silver bullet of Lone Ranger. Always will he be brave and strong. Always Little Bear be proud of silver bullet. Adios, Chief White Fox. Let him be full up. just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com and we hope you enjoyed.
please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution non-commercial share-like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day, and thanks for listening.